Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 28 of the Toy Isle Podcast. Man, this is going to be a banger, banger of an episode. My name is Dave, and I'm here. I'm here with Phil. Welcome back, Phil. How are you, sir? Man, I am good, Dave. Kevin, good to be back. Um, man, a week off feels like way too long, so I am glad to be back. Let's let's talk about a lot today, guys. Can't wait. Did Did you have a good rum springer? I did. I did actually. Awesome. Great. Yeah. All right, Kevin. <laughs> What's up, dude? What's up, man? After last week and carrying that show with you. Man, my back's a little bit sore, but you know what? That's why I work out those delts. That's <laughs> oh why I work out the traps, you know, to help try to carry that show. But man, the three amigos are back in the saddle. We are excited to get to talking about some things today. You're like uh you're like the the Kenner Han Carbonite, just just all <laughs> traps and lats, baby. Pretty much. But by the <laughs> way, if you don't know, shout out to at Order 66 Junkie, who got another of the final 17. I'm sure he's probably getting ready to talk about that. But oh. if you know the Kenner Han and Carbonite, he is a swole dude. He's got the neck of a fullback, and he did not skip, you know, any of them lat pull downs or anything like that. He's a stout young man. And uh, Dave, you know, I'm excited for you to have finally gotten that little grail in your collection. The, the guy is an absolute weapon. I mean, he's just a, a wagon, whatever. I mean, just a brute. You see why it. Jabba was so afraid of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, oh, you know. I owe you money, you know. You need um, to ice this dude if you have any chance. But uh, yeah, all right, boys. Well, glad the the three of us are back. So yeah, let's get into it. So exciting stuff. Jedi cancel. Let's just go right after it. We uh, we saved it for Phil to be back this week. Wandavision. We finally got after, you know. I think Kevin mentioned it before, 380 something days or whatever since we had a Marvel property on the big screen, small screen, whatever, and we got it. I did a uh, um, a behind the collection or beyond the collection mini bonus episode with my buddy uh, Eric. You know, we kind of dove into the the first two episodes of Wandavision. So if you want to check that out, it's a couple episodes back. But let's uh, let's start with you, Kevin. What's your take so far? Three episodes in. Spoilers, uh, you know, folks, if you haven't seen it, you know, pause, watch it later um, or listen later. But uh, we will get into late spoilers here. So, Kevin, what's your what's your take so far, bud? Thank you, Dave, for the pass there. And as you know, I am a huge Wanda Maximoff fan. I'm a huge Scarlet Witch fan. And so the idea of WandaVision was something I was super excited about. Loki is probably the thing I'm still the most excited about. But WandaVision was certainly number two. And we are now two and a half weeks in. And we are excited about kind of where it's going. And this is really cool because this is a show that can bring in other people, um, such as, you know, my wife, she's excited about that, you know, being able to watch um, Liz Olson and things like that. But this, as they say, and as they kind of put out there is that this is and what they've been teasing is that this is going to cause you to look at the MCU in a totally different light. And that's what I'm excited about. And a lot of the um, people online, I guess, if you want to call it that, are frustrated because it's a slow burn and because they're not getting, you know, the Michael Bay explosions right out of the gate. But the thing about this is, is that if you understand kind of what is happening and you see that, you know, it started in the 50s and the 60s and then we're on episode three in the 70s, you know, they are gradually working through these eras 
and it's all in Wanda's head, which is so fantastic. And the fact that they are allowing it to kind of be period acting, you know, period humor and such. And that's what I think is a real hats off to all of them, which is absolutely fantastic. But one of the things that I, I took as a takeaway, and I'll hand it back to you guys in a second, is that, you know, we're talking about Wanda vision and whether that's, you know, the television or something like that. But one of the things I loved is when she picks up the phone, she says, vision residence, you know, that's technically her her last name wanda vision and which is very very cool and i'm excited to see there's so many little easter eggs that are in these you know past couple episodes i am all in every single friday i'm excited to watch it with my wife and this is a good one this is a home run for marvel can't wait to see where it goes yep um how about you phil what's your thoughts so far you you're one episode in or uh, two right yeah, just one, uh, just one episode in, and um, I'm one of those, uh, one of those people on the internet that Kevin mentioned that wants the Michael Bay explosion. So I've, uh, it's been, it's hard to get in the first one. I, I tried getting into it, um, just with the, you know, it was kind of slow at first, but um, I definitely am going to give it a shot and just really, you know, just really get into it and just watch it. But um, for the most part, like I thought it was pretty cool. I just it was slow for me, yeah. You know, but um, yeah. I mean, I guess understanding that's the one thing. Like, you know, that I think a lot of people like if they don't like something they don't really like they're not realistic about their expectations or the understanding i might not understand it fully so uh, i'm gonna take some time to kind of read up on it a little bit more um get my get the understanding of what it you know was about and then and then really watch it and, and then yeah. judge from there yeah and i i i can kind of relate to that i was definitely you know if you go back and listen to that episode that i did with with my buddy eric he was pretty much uh same kind of opinion as kevin he was all in he loves both those characters and he is totally fine for with a slow burn. Me, on the other hand, I can handle a slow burn. Uh, I think where my uh, my issue was with watching the first two episodes was I was holding Mandalorian as the, my benchmark or my true north. So I was really expecting, you know, in both season one and season two both first episodes we got uh like break break the internet you know thing we got the baby yoda we got boba fett you know those are huge break the internet thing and that just there was really nothing that that did that in in episode one and two and the fact that we didn't even get anything like that in two i was really like all right like just going on the internet, there was just a whole lot of like, oh, it's really cool. I don't know what's going on, but it's cool. There was nothing like, oh my God, you know? So mm. I, I think I, you know, got caught up in that, but I can say now that I think after, you know, the whole series is, or the whole show is done in season one, it'll, you know, and you can look at it in its totality. It'll totally make sense. And I'm sure the the payoff is going to be that, that like Boa Fett, Baby Yoda type, break the internet type thing. So what, what, what do you got, Kevin? What do you have to say? As you know, I am a purist when it comes to these things. And I'm a huge snob, I suppose, sometimes when it comes to some of the MCU stuff, because I've been so impressed with how they have laid it all out. But I think that payoff is definitely coming. And it's going to be so rewarding because we've been, you know, kind of teased, if you want to call it that, over the past, you know, two weeks. 
I think that, you know, especially because Paul Bettany, you know, the person that plays Vision has been teasing the fact that there is an actor that has that he got to work with that he's never worked with before that he's excited to work with. And I think there's so many possibilities to what that could be. Also, with that being said, is that if you take that idea of, you know, there's we're not going to spoil anything for anybody, but if you go back to episode three, when she's talking there and they specifically name oh, your brother was killed by Ultron. Like I did a jump in my seat, yeah. which I thought that was so cool because she it breaks her reality. And right, she's right. like, what did you just say? And it shows that, you know, this is not real because what she, everything's going on is in her head. Yeah. And I think that we're going to have a character breaking moment with potentially, you know, her brother, you know, Petro returning or something along those lines. And if you read the comics, spoilers and speculation, just throwing that out there right now. Can you imagine the world breaking that would be because, you know, Wanda and Petro are whose kid? They're Magneto's kid. Can you imagine if Michael Fassbender showed up at the end of WandaVision basically saying, hey, I'm in the we're here. Yeah, we're here. Mutants are here. Yeah, it's crazy if you think of it like that. And that would be one of the Internet breaking moments. So that's my speculation. I think the payoff is coming. So for those people that are like, I don't want to watch black and white. I love Lucy movies. Hang in there. It's coming. Oh, man, I'm just getting hyped thinking about that. Well, Let's uh let's jump into shift gears here out of the Marvel universe and go into a galaxy far, 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 far away. And we have a fan first Friday this week on um I don't even know. Uh yeah, this coming Friday. It's at eleven AM Eastern time. And you know, they're they're really emphasizing on the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm. So pretty exciting uh you know we're gonna get reveals pre-orders and all that stuff so let's jump out of uh jedi council latest pickups boys we get anything uh kevin kind of already uh uh covered my my big pickup you know i got that hong carbonite knocked off uh, another last 17 and it is minty and I also got uh, uh, an upgrade on a Death Star droid, which is the cleanest Ooh. Death Star droid I've ever seen because they're really hard to get the the paint, on, the black paint on the shoulder kind of part and the mm. eyes. That's usually always scuffed up. There's no markings wow. and the joints are super tight. So it's, it's the cleanest um, one I've ever seen. So really That's excited awesome. about that. And then um, I'll just uh, just finish up what I got. And then I uh, got a real nice care package from uh, a co-host of the Toy All podcast and Phil. Jeez, he he uh, he sent me a couple uh, Black Series figures uh, for my my imp collection. I'm I'm building my my ranks for my Imperial soldiers, and uh, thank you for that. And then he sent me uh, a Lumot from Kenner. Power of the Force, so dude, just blown away. It's a beauty <laughs> card, man. Thank you. And then sure, um, dude. I also got a sh- quick show and tell. I uh, picked this up right nice. before the show. Uh, got a Marvel Legend Miles Morales from Into the Spider Verse. So picked that up with my boy. And um, dude, yeah. I love that line. I love that wave. Yeah, it's a great wave, right? I mean, the frog, the, the frog 
Frogman? Is it just Frog he's cool? Guy or I like Fro- him. Yeah. It's a he, cool yeah, figure. Yeah, it's like a fun figure, right? Like it's yeah. it's it's not just you know another Iron Man or something like that. So I I do appreciate that. Um, and there was a Hand Ninja. I was really oh. contemplating on getting that Hand Ninja just to like have as a bad guy, you know? Yeah. I'm 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 gonna start kind of getting back into photography. I got my old Rebel out, and uh, you know, figured you know, well that that he could just be a bad guy, but I I did not. Um, but yeah, that is a great wave. I mean, even Prowler, um, you know, oh, my, uh, the, the the other Peter Parker, they look great, we man. We told people not to so sleep solid. on that. We yeah. told people not yeah, to sleep did. on that. Especially I when they like, I'm, you know, I love Marvel. Like, I mean, there's there's only a few characters that I really hold dearly. But for that wave to jump out at me, it's it's a don't sleep on that wave. If you see it, don't don't sleep on it because I don't collect them wave by wave. So that, and when that when that second uh, second movie comes out. You know that 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 sequel is gonna be amazing. I, I just I think it's gonna be better than the first one, and people are just gonna be even more hyped about that product. So, enough about me, Kevin. How many hot toys did you buy? <laughs> I don't like that I'm being stereotyped here, but you're <laughs> probably right if we're gonna get into it. And I'm gonna talk about this when we get to the six scale section. But I'm excited to say that I have officially the controversial Mark 85 in my possession from Pop Collectibles. You know, we shouted them out. Um, I was that two weeks ago, I believe it was, um, because they are a Hong Kong distributor and they went ahead and sent that to me from Hong Kong, got here in about six days, which is fantastic. So shout out to them. But so I do have the Mark 85 and then I text you guys because I do a lot of stupid things, you know, that um, a lot of impulse buys and such, but I'm at that point where I'm trying to round out certain collections and certain teams. And one of the things that was lacking a giant hole that was in my collection, I was missing Drax from guardians of the galaxy. And so I was able to negotiate um, through a nice pal on eBay. And I now have the full guardians of the galaxy line. So any guardians of the galaxy line out there, I now have them all. I have Drax, rocket, Groot, Gamora, Nebula, Star-Lord, all of them, and Yondu. So I'm very, very happy about that. So Drax in the collection. The Mark 85 is in the collection. We have some possibilities of some contests that are coming up that I send you guys in a text message. We'll talk about that a little bit later on, but it, it's been a good week of collecting. Congrats, man. Yeah, that's a that's a good get. To, it's so satisfying when you like round out a team or you know collection. It's just like super satisfying how about I know you? a lot of people always said oh look i don't have drax he's invisible ha 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 you know, <laughs> he's just standing so still but i wanted the real thing so yeah. anyway back to you phil well you know as you know i did the uh the great purge uh still uh still boxing some some stuff out so i'm watching it slowly go but you know it's for the greater good so uh, there's there's um you know it's good stuff but um Damn, I miss it. I'm missing a lot of it. So, uh, you know, I, I I talked to the wife and I said, hey, look, you know, I sold a lot of stuff. Had to had to, you know, get some stuff in order here. Can I go out on eBay right now and lock this figure in? Um, because I already gave the guy an offer and he accepted. <laughs> so I gotta pay for it. <laughs> so I was able to secure um the WWE Elite um Royal Rumble edition of the Ultimate Warrior. And Sweet. I got a really solid deal on it. I know the figure's hard to find. I know I missed out on it on retail. It's been out for a couple of years. 
Um, I ended up getting it for 60 bucks shipped. Um, and it comes with the yellow title and everything. Um, super cool. It's got everything I wanted in it in terms of just like the coloring, you know, because he always had different outfits and, and all that in the face paint. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm slowly getting into WWE figures. I'm I love it, man. To. I love yeah, it. Dude, it's, it, they're cool. They're cool. I like all the old school stuff. I'm a 90s, you know, wrestling fan. And um, I got an appreciation for the 80s, even though I was only born in 86. I still, I, I love the old school stuff. Um, I did uh, pick up a single packed Green Ranger. Um, really wanted that figure. So I got that in my collection. I'm really happy with it. I, I like it. So it's cool. Sweet, man. Yeah. And that's kind of your, uh, your Boba Fett, you know, with Power Rangers is Tommy, right? Yeah. Well, dude. I think that's I mean, everybody that, right? Like Tommy's like the guy in Power Rangers, right? Oh yeah. I mean, my gosh. He spans like, like what? Three or four different like iterations of Power Rangers. Then he's in Zeo. Oh, yeah. He's in, uh, he's like a bad guy at one point too, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just an iconic star, uh, star Wars, <laughs> an iconic, uh, Whoa. Power Rangers guy. So very, very cool. Yeah, dude. He's so the green Ranger for me is on such a personal level because, you know, obviously as a kid, like every other kid in the nineties, like that was my thing. But, um, to this day, I remember what the guy looked like and I remember his first name. Um, his name was Jason and he worked at Toys R Us. Um, and I will never forget when every, every Saturday, my dad and I would always go to Toys R Us. We do Toys R Us runs. Um, I'd get trampled, you know, for these toys, <laughs> people just like go crazy. i trying to get these figures. And, um, I remember going there when the dragon's word was released. And I remember going down the aisle. I literally watched someone grab the last one. And I was just so bummed out. But I was like, okay. And I was just upset. And I remember I just went up to him and I asked this guy. His name was Jason. I was like, hey. I was like, is there any more in the back? Can you find me one, please? I really want this. Dude went in the back and pulled one right out and gave it to me. Handed it to me. And like, so like Green Ranger like is on a personal level like that, dude. I never forgot that guy. So cool. That, that guy should go work at Target. You know, I, oh, dude, I wish, man, I'll, I'll tell you if what I want to do is, is I want to add that that's going to be my next haul. You know, Kevin's got some pretty cool hauls with some of these hot toys and stuff. That's going to be my haul. I'm going to get a, a, a vintage, you know, whatever you want to call it. Nineties dragon sword with the green ranger packed in it. dude. That, that's it. my grail. Love it, man. All right. Well, uh, yeah, nice pickups all, all around boys. So let's, uh, I'm going to hammer out the black series, kind of what's hitting the shelf here. So not much what's hitting the shelf, a lot of deep clearance stuff. Um, so you, you guys that are, you guys and gals that are doing the whole long game thing. I mean, this is, this is your, your playoff season. You know, you got your R5 P8s for seven bucks. You you got your, your Dagobah Lukes for 14, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of sales on Amazon, even uh, with some of those uh, elite sabers and Echo Base. You know that two pack uh, that's you know quote unquote now a Target exclusive. Uh, you know that's even being uh, found for twenty four ninety nine. So that's a pretty cool set. I don't have that one. Um, you know, if I see in the store, I'm, I might pull the trigger. But yeah, I. I I'm I'm having to be really uh you know selective on the big the big exclusive stuff, you know. So I don't know if that will enter the the collection or not. Rumors. <clears throat> oh man, we have some rumors. It was kind of light and then, you know, right before these fan these fan Fridays hit, you know, it it always just ends up leaking, you know. <laughs> we just can't we can't let Hasbro just have like a nice 
a nice fan Friday to be the first to reveal stuff. So all this stuff, I mean, it's probably all going to get revealed on Friday. I mean, I'm just guessing, but we got a good chunk of legend figures. So are they going to do like a full, you know, kind of mural set up, you know, like, a, you know, Rogue One, you know, is going to be and what we did at the Rebels. Are we going to get that, but just like legends characters? So uh, that's the the Jackson, the, you know, the the Easter Bunny the, in the X-Wing suit that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Looks like a, a Legends Luke. Is that going to be like heir to the Empire Luke? Um, a Darth Maul. What kind of Darth Maul is that going to be? Uh, a Carnar. Carnor Jax. Um, I had to kind of read up on that character. Very cool character. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, legend figures uh, for Black Series. And then some other pretty fantastic news. So the, the Phantom Menace, you know, that, that card back that we got for the celebration in Chicago with the Darth Maul and the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, we're getting that packaging. It's just not going to have the 20th anniversary sticker on it. And looks like we're getting a Qui-Gon updated, uh, you know, sculpt. So <clears throat> I guess that makes sense why he wasn't in that, you know, last archive wave, because I know a lot of us were scratching our heads, you know, when that last archive wave came out and we still didn't get a Qui-Gon. So that, that makes sense. So kudos to Tazbro for, you know, Still getting a Qui-Gon out there. Um, Jar Jar and a Mace. So those are the three that, you know, and they're already like, you know, a damning toys, I think, already has them up. Um, so pretty exciting, uh, nonetheless. Kevin, what do you what do you got on that, man? So I think it was a either last week or the week before, we were talking about kind of the, you know, Lucasfilm games and LucasArts games and such. And we were talking about Star Wars Rebellion, if you remember that one, you know, that old school PC game. And I'll never forget that the mod of that one where is where I got Carner Jax okay. to be one of the characters that you could, you know, use within your Imperial fleet. And so, I mean, he's just a essentially a royal guard on steroids, which is so cool. You know, the black and the red color scheme. If that rumor is true and we get our Connor Jacks and we get a shirtless mall, I don't collect those anymore, but man, it's going to certainly get me to start considering, you know, maybe putting a couple on the shelf. Dangerous, dangerous proposition, but very, very cool for collectors. Well, then I, I know you're all in on like, you know, EU and legends and whatnot. So, you know, maybe if they did, you know, a, a, a wave, you know, of a, a, a legends mural, I mean, you, you got to get them all. <laughs> oh, well, naturally. I, I, if I could just think of like what my <sighs> legends mural would be, if you're looking at the, I guess the card, not the card backs, the card sides of the boxes. If you can think of a Carner Jacks, if you can think of a Kyle Katarn, a Dash Rendar, you know, Star Killer, you know, Darth Revan, you know, things like that. I think they could do an unbelievable job on that. And as, as you know, Hasbro listens to this podcast. So just giving you guys a, a, a for, fair warning, get in on that. You know, we're ready. We will pay. I, I want like three iterations of Dash Randar. I, I, I want like a common, you know, one that you can just get at Target. And then I want like a, with all the bells and the whistles, some sort of Comic-Con exclusive, you know. Wasn't and his droid Lebo, I think it was? That sounds familiar, yeah. And then, and, and then I want I want the Outrider 
you know, with with him. So, uh, you know, let's let's do a Haslab. Oh, yeah, there. Vintage Collection <laughs> Outrider. Man, that was that was a cool ship. That was kind of like uh, the Walmart version of the Millennium Falcon back in the day. Yeah, but man, it was cool. And then especially just as a Star Wars nerd, I think in the special edition, they actually had the Outrider leaving the Mos Eisley Cantina, um, you know, in George Lucas's vision, which made Dash Rendar officially canon, which I thought was cool. Phil, do you remember that at all? I do. And here's a cool fun fact. The uh, Outrider was actually the first ship that Hasbro Hasbro made that had no um, like it was not based off of any other ship in Star Wars. Like it was right. their own, like the whole thing was just completely done with them. So that's pretty cool. That'd be pretty neat if they did that for Vintage Collection. Man, that box would be sweet with that purple coloring. Yeah, and that's a, that's a thing. I, I was trying to think of that. You know, when is like the, the next milestone for Shadows of the Empire? Because you know, the, whenever it's the twenty fifth or thirtieth or twentieth or whatever, that could be when they do. You know, the a six inch card back of, but that purple. You know, just iconic packaging. That would be nasty. That'd nasty. Be, that'd be sick. All right, and then um, another. You know, breaking rumor. You know, looks like we're going to be getting uh, some Kenner-inspired six-inch figures, and by that I mean, you know, the the San Diego Comic Con, uh, uh, Boba Fett, the Zuckus and Forlom Amazon two-pack, where they're, you know, they're just colored the same kind of coloring as you know the, their Kenner counterparts. So, sounds like we are getting an Obi Wan, a Greedo, and a Jawa. So. The million dollar question is, boys, are we getting a vinyl cape for Obi-Wan Kenobi? And are we getting, you know, a little, you know, cut off sock for the Jawa? I, I, I'm praying that we are getting vinyl capes in six inch figures. I, I like, I'm just so excited about that. I, I really hope that it's just not, you know, like an Obi-Wan Kenobi and just all, all brown. You know what I mean? Um, Kevin, what do you think, man? Man, I think that would be a huge win for all the people that are our age, you know, and started collecting those things. And I may be wrong on this. I'm usually not. So I do apologize if I am wrong. But I thought the original Greedo came with a vinyl cape as well, like a blue cape, if I remember. Because I know he's like like neon green and blue. I thought he came with a blue cape or something along those lines. But I would love to see, because that's one of the ones I wasn't able to get from the vintage, I'm sorry, from the Black Series collection. I missed out on Greedo. And I think he's skyrocketed around 65 70 bucks and i was never able to get him but i would love a kenner inspired version of that and if we got like you had said a vinyl caped jawa that would be like the biggest pat on the back for us essentially i would love that that is such a great idea and it's just sitting there for the taking you know what uh you know and i they won't do it because you know they're they they're just not doing these kind of variations anymore. But if they did a true, you know, the Jawa where it's like, okay, like maybe make it a chase figure. So one, you know, say if they do a case of Jawas, you know, say that's uh, uh, six figures in a case, one of those is a vinyl cape. And then the other five are like the little brown sock. <laughs> like that, uh, you were that just be- asking for trouble on that young man because oh, you scalper know, paradise yeah absolutely because i mean you know you know the funko chase essentially and it's an absolute nightmare but do i think it's a good idea heck yeah i do yeah. because i think it's super <laughs> cool and i went ahead and checked myself 
Rito does not come with a vinyl cape. I, I, I misspoke. I'm sorry about that. Phil, I hope you accept my apologies. What else you got to say about this, man? Uh, yeah, no, apologies not accepting. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I'm just trying to think. I mean, I would really love to see, you know, those designed that way. But now I can't picture them without that vinyl cape, Dave. But I like I really can see that happening. Like I, as you were saying that, I'm like, this is one of those we're gonna look back on and we're gonna say we called it. Um, but I really hope if they do a chase variant, I really hope that Jaw was a target exclusive because then it'll be a lot easier to obtain. So I just want to share. So that. easy to get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then back back to Obi Wan too, right? Like, you know, all right, you he's got gray hair in one and then white hair in another scoping lightsaber are we doing the telescoping yeah and is it going to be doubled you know what i mean like dude you and yellow you could get yeah you could get so wild with it i i I think it's fun i'm all in on this you know however you know many they want to pump out of of this i don't know if they're going to make it you know i'm curious about the packaging is it going to be the same kind of packaging that the you know the boba fett one got you know what i mean so I can't wait. I, I, I believe that we will get something, you know, like this on Friday. So really excited about Friday. And, um, before we wrap up star Wars, do you guys want to go on the record to call out anything that you are predicting that is going to come out on the fan first Friday? Yeah. Anyone? All right, Phil, lock, lock it in. What are you predicting is going to be talked about on Friday? Okay, so I think we're going to see, we're going to be surprised with how much a vintage collection is announced. I think there's going to be a little bit of love to vintage collection, but um, I think we're all going to be in for a shock with uh, Archive. I think that's something from what has been hinted with uh, with Yak Face. Um, but I'm going to say we're going to see some figures announced for fallen order yeah i fall in order that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna predict that i mean that's that's one media that hasn't had a whole lot of a love yet right i think we we we've only gotten cal and an inquisitor and uh it does the purge purge trooper yeah i guess so we got we got we got three um you know, I'm also interested now that, you know, that old box is, you know, retired. How are they going to do the gaming greats? You know, are they going to do the gaming greats and just make it a mural system, you know? So be uh, interesting to see how they continue that gaming greats line because I, I don't see it going away. It's just how are they going to now do that in the new packaging? Kevin, do you have any uh, anything you want to take a shot at for next Friday? Man, these are great questions, and I think we talked about them all, and I think the big reveals are going to be potentially those EU figures. I would love that. I remember we talked about Jackson, you know, a couple weeks ago. I think if they're going to scratch the itch of the old school collectors, this is going to be it, especially because they're talking about, you know, the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary. I think that is the one that they're really looking towards. You know, if you got to do something that's all encompassing of the entire saga and what are some of the big highlights, you know, from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm not going on the record officially of what some of my predictions are, but I think that we're going to be very, very pleased. Yep. And uh, for me, I, I think we'll probably get an update on the Razor Crest, uh, you know, 
what their you know whereabouts they are in the in the process. Maybe get some um, some more CAD uh, you know um, images and whatnot. And uh, I mean, I don't know anything here. I'm just you know doing a, a hail mary guess here. But if I was to guess on anything that would be you know announced, I'm going to go ahead and say some sort of role playing uh, item uh, like a, like helmet. So I'm going to say some sort of Black Series helmet. So that's that's my guess. And with that, I'm out on the Black Series. So take it away, Phil. Let's talk Vintage Collection, brother. Yeah, let's do it. So we are starting to see the wave that I think is going to be a sleeper, even though it's a lot of repacks. Um, I think it's going to be one of those waves that you're going to want to get your hands on. There are some solid card backs, um, really cool looking stuff. So we're seeing the Battle Droid, uh, Queen Amidala, uh, tie pilot, which I love that card back, um, and the Anakin in peasant disguise. So we're starting to see those circulate. Um, you know, again, they got a lot of heat when they when they announced them. But look, you know, it, it's kind of a it's a pick your poison type thing. You know, it's like if you get upset if there's no you know vintage collection being released, and if they do a re-release, yeah, I mean it's it's a shame if there's not any new figures. But at the end of the day, these figures are priced to collect. Um, and you know, for a lot of people, they want all those, they want all those figures and you know, right, wrong or indifferent if they didn't collect them in the beginning, but now they're starting to pump them back out. It's going to build the lineup of even more people are going to want to buy it. People are going to want to get attached to it. They're going to want to be completionist. It's just the natural habit of collecting. We all know that, uh, for the ones that are diehard, look, we're never going to have the same card backs of what the original ones were. And those are priceless. So if you have them, I mean, Kudos to you because they're solid. They're the best ones. Nothing's ever going to top them. And quite frankly, um, I will say this, and I don't mean this in any any um, disrespect, because with all credit due, Hasbro's doing a fantastic job on a lot of their you know uh, you know renovations on some of these figures and so forth. But a lot of times, you can't beat the original release TVC figures. Um, some of them are just so solid. Some of the face sculpts and so on and so forth. Um, I don't like, I know Dave, you don't really collect the vintage collection, but is there some of them that you think you're going to be, you know, grabbing, getting a hold of out of so, that wave? I actually saw these. So uh, they, they seem to kind of hit Arizona pretty quick out here. And I saw all of them except the battle droid, mm-hmm. that tie pilot, sick. Uh, you know, I, I, I know that's like a figure that you just love is the tie pilot. And um, yeah, that card back was really nice. I like the image that they chose on that. And um, man, the sleeper for me out of that is uh, the Queen Amidala, man. That oh, yeah. was that's a, that's a fantastic figure, dude. Um, yeah. So I mean, even even though these are you know some of the Marie issues and whatnot, it's still a really solid wave. I I I think so. Yeah, I'm not getting any of them just because I I'm not collecting vintage collection anymore. But um, yeah, they're great figures. I'm happy for the you know the folks can, that can get them. Um, you know, saw it at Walmart. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, but yeah, that Queen Amidala was was nice, man. That's awesome. Did you guys find some good stuff in Arizona? Maybe I'll have to take a figure <laughs> hunt out there. Well, here's some cool rumors. Um, I will tell you what I definitely will be getting is if this is an entire wave that's true, uh, you can count me in as a hundred percent. So, and you can thank Yak Face for his incredible, uh, you know, little hints that he gives because. So, we're seeing rumors about a Return of the Jedi single card with Palpatine. Um, bring that on. Must have. Can't wait to get that. I want two. I want to open one and I want to keep one in the package. Uh, 1000%. Can't wait for that. 
uh, Tebow, I believe, which would be really cool. Would love, uh, always love the Ewoks and little vintage collection size. They're so cool looking. Uh, a Royal Guard, which would be great because uh, that's an army building figure. You definitely want to keep that. Quill, um, which is awesome. Uh, and IG-11, which is really cool. Um, so I'm excited about that. I mean, are you going to pick up any of those guys? Um, and I know with the Razor Crest and everything, you want a Quill and an IG-11. What are your thoughts on those? Yeah, so I, I will be getting the Mandalorian figures for sure. So I, I will be getting IG-11 and Quill and depends on the Palpatine. You know, I that 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 might get me, you know, off my butt and and you know hunt if that one is, you know, how it looks, you know what I mean? But uh yeah, I'm all in on the Mandalorian vintage collection figures and then possibly that that Palpatine. Kevin, what Kevin, you got, man? You got? Yes, I <laughs> The vintage collection's a dangerous game, I think, is because if it's got an incredible card back, it's very dangerous to say, boy, that would look great on my wall. That would look great on my shelf, things like that. And as kind of what David said a minute ago, you know, I too had saw, you know, Padawan Anakin, Queen Amidala, they were at my my Walmart as well. If honestly, man, I, I can't say for 100% sure, but if I were to come across a good crispy minty you know return of the jedi palpatine card back it'd be hard for me to leave the store without it i'll just be honest with you because i mean that's an iconic character an iconic card back i think it'd look really really cool that is a high potential for me not saying it one way or the other but it could happen yeah i totally agree but i do want to add one thing that i did see the other day now i don't know if this is around everywhere kind of a head scratcher because I thought this is only available online, but I guess people will return them and then it becomes an in-store item. So uh, we are seeing the galaxy edge uh, millennium Falcon vintage collection um, showing up at some targets on clearance for two seventy nine ninety nine. Um, now what's pretty cool about that is if you do find it and you've got the red card uh, red card also, I'm going to give you just a quick, uh, quick little, you know, history about how the red card is. You don't actually necessarily have to apply for a credit card. You can attach it to your bank, use it the same way, get the 6% off through Target. They've got heck of, of amazing deals that you can actually add, you know, and, and especially when they do some of these buy one, get one, you know, deal that they do. Um, but you can get an extra 16 bucks off that. So that's pretty solid, um, especially for what some of these go for, you know, after the fact, um, especially if you don't I'm have a money. I'm a huge red in. card fan. I use it often. Love it. Absolutely. It's totally dangerous. Uh, makes me want to buy stuff I don't need. Every target run turns into like a four hour trip. Just buy stuff I don't need. Um, and uh, yeah, so if I see that Millennium Falcon, probably get it. But that's it. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, for me, I got to find it for that deal. But uh, that's about it for vintage collection. Kevin, what do we got with uh, with Hot Toys? Man, I'm excited to talk about some Star Wars 6 scale. And if you remember when we were talking last week, Dave and I, we broke it live on the podcast. I said, Dave, let's press pause for a minute here because we got some breaking news because they announced the Dark Trooper from The Mandalorian last week on Tuesday of all crazy things. And um, that's one that a lot of people were excited about. It's coming April of 2022 around that $260 price point. And I was hype. I was texting Dave. I was saying, hey, this is one I'm grabbing. And then the in-hand picks hit from Secret Base in Hong Kong. And all I can say is, eh? 
because it looks so cheap to me we found out that it's not going to be die cast and i understand the people that go to secret base and take these photos and different things like that they're taking it with their phone most likely there's not the best lighting there's only so much you can do but it looks like cheap blue plastic and for 260 bucks that's a little steep for me did you all see this photo of some of the behind the scenes things are you as hype as i am not what what are your thoughts on that anybody Dude, go ahead phil i i'm glad you said it i, I was waiting for you to to be the one to say it because honestly i said the same thing i was like man when they announce this figure i'm gonna go lose my mind it's gonna be die cast it's gonna be the whole nine but yeah just i did i had the same reaction as you did i just yeah i'm kind of shocked <laughs> It's crazy because if you remember that the 501st um, Trooper is less than this Dark Trooper. And with the 501st Trooper Deluxe, you get an additional helmet, you get jetpacks, you get hands, you get guns, all those things. You get a few hands and a gun with this Dark Trooper. Now, I understand it's a different mold and such, but this is a really high price for something that does not look that great by the promo picks and i'm not saying that it's not going to be incredible once it gets here you know we still got over a year until this thing shows up that's just the way of six scale news um which is funny because my uncle texted me and hey he said hey remember uncle tim don't forget if you've never uh, seen uh the art interview with uncle tim go to my youtube channel but um uncle tim texted me and said hey so excited to see this in your collection i was like yeah sounds good for april of 2022 and he said wait what it takes 18 months for these figures to get here. And I'm like, yeah, that's the, that's the nature of six scale collecting. And that's just kind of the way it is. But Dave, I told you online, I said, man, they got me for two of these bad boys. I'm regretting almost both of them. Do you have any buyer's remorse for me? What are your thoughts on this, man? Uh, I don't. I don't have any buyer's remorse for myself. I might have a little bit for you that because you you spent you know almost over five hundred dollars on on two of them. When you know I like in theory like yeah, I didn't want it to be die cast because you know we know the price point that comes along with the die cast figure is probably more in the four twenty range, right? And but you know I kind of wouldn't mind paying that now. You know what I mean? Like it, if it would be, you know, like, uh, what's that? Uh, the Iron Man that's die cast, right? Like I, I, I would be okay, you know, spending $400 or something like that for, for die cast, you know, having it, you know, two sixing this, I'm, I'm only getting one. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Unless, you know, these figures show up and you know, that those, these pictures just didn't do it justice and it's amazing, you know, but yeah, I don't. I don't feel too bad about it. I mean, yeah, a little disappointed, I guess. But I, I also wasn't expecting that it was going to be amazing because I knew it wasn't diecast. Yeah, for me, it's if you look at the kind of the uh, the center console of this character, I guess the chest area. It, it's it's there's so much to be desired. I understand there's going to be some LEDs, you know, lit up, and the pictures that they took at Secret Base wasn't lit up. So you got to give a little bit of you know leeway there, but. I think a majority of people, when you display your six scale figures, especially the ones with electronics, no one is putting the batteries in and keeping them on all the time. And so you have to deal with a figure that doesn't have lighting on it. And if it looks that poor without the lighting, uh, I'm a little worried about that. So 
we'll see. Like I said, we got 18 months until this bad boy shows up at my front door. Um, and so I'm sure there's a lot of other things I'll complain about later, but a little disappointed, but the announcement for the dark trooper, and we'll talk about this in Karen's corner when we get there eventually. But a lot of people said, Oh my goodness, Luke is in these pictures. They're re-releasing Luke. I got something to say about that when we get there, but I'm not 100% sure they're releasing releasing Mandalorian Luke. Don't go ahead and put all your eggs in that basket. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But I know there's a couple other things we want to talk about, Dave. Let's talk about some, you know, some busts that are coming up. I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, so, you know, this is going to wrap up the Star Wars. This is the grab bag of Star Wars, if you will. And, you know, Kevin and I have talked about this a few times, you know, this Thrawn bust that was revealed by Gentle Giant at uh, New York Toy Fair early in 2020. And then there wasn't any news of it. You know, they just said it was going to be Q4 of 2020 that came and went. And then uh, we mentioned, we talked about it on the show, you know, of going, well, where, where the heck is this thing, you know? And then, you know, a week later, it just popped up on Gentle Giant. So it's it's uh, it's up. You can still get it. It's a uh, limited edition of 2,500. It has a beautiful price point of only $60, which is kind of funny because uh, usually these uh, these mini That's buses, an insane price. Let's be honest about that. Yeah, I mean, usually the standard kind of MSRP, if you will, these mini bus are 120. So I don't know if it's 60 because it's uh, you know a cartoon animated style. Um, those tend to you know be a little bit less. They do that a lot with the X Men uh, bus. You know, be a little cheaper. They might do a Magneto animated style, and it's you know in that. $60 price range versus the 120. And then we also got uh an old man Rex from Rebels. So that's a 3000 count. That is in that 120 range. And then we also got uh, a Princess Leia milestone statue. So these are a little bit bigger, heftier statues. That's a thousand uh limited edition count. You can get these in your I, I like to buy direct from Gentle Giant. And then you can get, you know, Big Bad and uh, Entertainment Earth. So go grab them if you want them. Uh, and then two other things I want to talk about real quick. So Heroes and Villains, uh, pretty cool clothing line. Uh, they do, they have, uh, they're licensed by Marvel and Star Wars. They have a whole um, series uh, on Hoth. So they have really cool kind of like tourist t-shirts, you know, and it's like, welcome to Hoth. So, you know, if you're looking to get some threads, go, go check them out. And then one of my favorite artists out there that's also licensed by Star Wars, he's always, you know, painting at, you know, celebration and um, he does a lot of stuff at actual, you know, Disney World. You've seen his art. He does the reflection series. This is Christian Wagoner. Um, so he'll do, you know, Darth Vader's helmet and then you look in his eyes and you can see the reflection of Luke or something like that. So that's, that's his style. He has two prints up limited edition. Um, uh, it, it, the series is called the Acme archive series and he has a, um, I believe a, a shore trooper, you know, and there's reflection in it. And then he has uh Jesse. And it is, uh, you know, 
that final episode in, you know, season seven, uh, Clone Wars, you know, Ahsoka's remorse or, uh, or Vader's remorse or whatnot. And, um, that, that scene was incredible, but brilliant pieces. So if you're looking for some art, Kevin, I know you kind of talked about, you know, getting some pieces. Well, there you go, sir. But, um, uh, that'll, that'll do it, uh, on, uh, Star Wars and, um, we got a we got a new segment here, so we got Phil's Pulse. So Phil, tell us uh, tell us about Phil's Pulse, man. Yeah, so wanted to start this segment uh, this week. You know, see how it goes. I mean, I know this is pretty much the point where Hasbro's tuning in. You know, to our our podcast, we all our great ideas. They know we're on to something. So, um, man, I want to take my shot. So, you know, I love our segments when we you know kind of put our heads together. Hey, you know, Kevin. Dave, Phil, you know, if we're working for Hasbro Pulse or, you know, what, what are we going to reveal? What's our reveal going to be? So I got to thinking the other day, you know, we, we talk about Star Wars. We talk about G.I. Joe. You know, we talk about Marvel. We talk about a lot of these as, you know, prominent HasLab, you know, style, uh, you know, launches, if you will. You know, what we want to see from them. That's kind of the first thing. So as I was thinking about that, I'm looking at, you know, Power Rangers and, man, I just had an idea. Like I just started throwing out like numbers in my head and, you know, different kind of measurements and just trying to see what, you know, what would make sense if they ever did this. So I put together kind of like a, just a whole, t- you know, uh, list of a six inch scale Megazord um, for the lightning collection. So basically, you know, I was looking at it like the cockpit, which would basically be the pterodactyl, you know, would be, about seven inches in height so they can really sit inside. Um, you know, I wanted the chairs uh, to be about four inches in height. That way when, you know, they're inside there, they have, a, you know, it's, it's leveled up so they can, you can see them um, through each different uh, window, if you will, on there. Um, you know, so I was looking at like the total compartment would have been like 13 inches wide. So as I'm looking at that, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to start messing around with different, you know, measurements. Um, so I got to thinking like, Man, it would be cool to see the saber-toothed tiger, you know, as the leg was about 16 inches tall, you know, the triceratops, same thing. And, man, in my head, I've just got this thing built, um, you know, just about six, I think, six, seven inches bigger than the Sentinel. Um, I want it to happen. Like, I'm, I'm all about it. Like, I wrote it down, guys. Like, I've got all of them written down. Uh. I mean, I've got it like to the point where even like the sword would be chrome, battle damage accessories, movable fingers, because that was the one thing like when the Megazord came out back in the day, you know, as I was, you know, as kids, um, you know, it didn't have like, like on the TV show, you're like seeing this thing morph and the music's going, you're just hyped. <laughs> just like, it's, it's awesome. You got, you know, Saturday morning there and, uh, man, it's got like no fingers that move. So I'm like, that'd be pretty sweet to see like Sentinel style, like hands and, you yep. know, different battle damage pieces. Um, and then I'm thinking, okay, and then I'm, and now I'm envisioning this. Now I'm thinking this is on a Friday live stream. It's going crazy. People are losing their mind. We're, you know, it's got X amount of backers for it. Um, I wanted to see like the crystals as one tier, the battle damage pieces and crystals, meaning, you know, what the Rangers would punch into, you know, morph this Megazord, you know, to get this thing going. Um, you know, come with each one of them. And um, I really thought it was a cool idea. So, and I always thought it was so, you know, looking back on it, I didn't realize how cheesy it was, but, 
you know, when you saw like the one you noticed it the most on was like the dragon sword, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd see it start up and you'd see like the green ranger play the flute. But then when you'd see the dragon sword from afar, it'd be like this little figurine standing on top of it. <laughs> it's just like, so it'd be really cool if they threw those kind of little figurines in to put on your, on your zords um, and detail them, you know, detail them like they just did that whole, um, uh, what was that quest game that they did? You know, they painted those figurines like yeah, that. mythic mythic legion or something, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, they got to do this. Like I, I mean, if there's ever a time to do something like this to give us, because I'm, I mean, I, I would imagine if we were to get, and again, the mastodon too. I was going off different, like all different stuff, but like the length of the mastodon was about eight inches, you know, long for that. Um, and then you've got the, um, like the T-Rex would be about, about 15 inches in height. So something like that. And you can really, I mean, if you think about the size of like the sail barge box, and I was also thinking about the Razor Crest, it's going to be a little bit different of a size box. It's going to be huge. It's one of the biggest ones they made. So box wise, they've got the, they've got the, the way to do this, man. I think this would be one of the hottest ones they made. I think so too, man. And, uh, you know, they definitely need, not that, you know, the lines like dying or anything like that. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, full disclosure, like everyone that's listening knows that I have no skin in the game with Power Rangers whatsoever. But to me, it just doesn't seem like it is, you know, got as much stain power. I, I feel like it's between Ghostbusters and G.I. Joe right now. Uh, you know, the, yeah. the Plasma series and the Classified series. I think it's like right in there. So if they had a HasLab you know, campaign and it was something like that, man, that would get everyone, you know, that was on the fence about, you know, the lightning collection or like that would get them on board. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you think about it. So realistically, the two biggest pieces, well, yeah, I mean, really the biggest pieces really would be the pterodactyl because of the components and what would, what it would entail for those figures to fit inside. And then the T-Rex, because that's pretty much the primary body part. So I was, as I was thinking about that, it made so much sense because I'm like, okay, if they put this in a box, you know, it's going to be just like it was when we were kids. Everything was pieced there individually. Um, I mean, to me, this would bring that lineup to a whole another level. One, people would want all the other, you know, six inch figures. So you're so right. I mean, I think that was a perfect way to put it like between GI Joe, you know, and, and Ghostbusters. Um, they've definitely got a they've definitely got something with that. Like there's, there's something there if they did this. Um, and I hope that they would also leave it open to doing a dragon sword down the road, you know, adding those connector pieces, if you will. And give us some wheels too. give us some like sound effects, you know, let that thing roll. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, I'm all in on it. So again, we know Hasbro pulse listen. This is Phil's pulse. Make it happen. Nice, dude. Yeah, I'm excited. Phil's pulse, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. So, uh, you know, another new segment, back to back new segments. We have uh, this one doesn't have a name yet, so we're <laughs> still working on it. But Kevin, why don't you introduce it, bud? Yeah, so we're excited about Phil's pulse. You know, we're we're creative people, and we like to come up with creative names and different things like that. And so Phil's pulse is fire. But for mine, we have. Kevin's one six non hot toy feature of the week. 
Now we know that needs some work and I'm working on that. I, I honestly thought I almost had it this week, guys, when we was like, when I was going through like uh, the, the Google doc and all that stuff, but it wasn't ready for prime time. So for this week, we're going to say, Kevin's one six non hot toy feature of the week. So we listened to our audience because we put different polls out there and we love the people that participate in our surveys and connect with us on Instagram and listen to the podcast, all those different things. And one of the things they said is, Hey, we want some more six scale news from other companies. You know, we talk about sideshow, we talk about hot toys a lot, but we're going to start featuring other companies because there's a lot of good one six figures out there. Let's start with this week on Kevin's one six non hot toy feature of the week. Interbay. Interbay is famous for all their NBA type uh, one six figures. They've done an incredible Jordan. They've done an incredible Allen Iverson, incredible Kobe's. Well, now there is a masterpiece version of Shaquille O'Neal from the Lakers. And okay. I'm a huge basketball fan. Yes. I'm a LeBron James fan. I, I hate to say that because people are going to just sit there and roll their eyes at me, but I grew up in Ohio. He grew up in Ohio. His high school actually played my high school and they brought the ESPN cameras and all that stuff. So they could decimate us, you know, on ESPN. And, you know, I've got a personal attachment to that. So I followed, you know, LeBron James career ever since, you know, he went to the Cavaliers, then, you know, to the Lakers and whatever. But either way, we have Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, the best big man of the NBA, Interbay is officially releasing the Lakers home version of this figure. And I'll say, if you're looking at it and you blur your eyes, it looks like Shaq. But I think the head sculpt is probably one of the worst that Interpay has done. But they got the tattoos right. They got the scaling right. It looks cool. If you already have the Kobe, if you already have the LeBron, I think this is going to look fantastic. But Interbay Shack is available. Now, I will say that it comes with a little bit of a hefty price tag. It's at 300 bucks, but you get a fully articulated figure. You get a likeness of Shaquille O'Neal. Not bad. So maybe check out Big Bad Toy Store if you're into those things. That is available to you. So today's feature of the week is Interbay Shaquille O'Neal. But I also want to let you guys know that Blitzway, another six scale company, is shipping the Jimi Hendrix. It's officially starting to hit people, which is insane. Now, Blitzway is known for incredible sculpts, but they're not known for incredible painting, if you want to call it that. So this Jimi Hendrix figure has incredible tailoring. It's got an incredible sculpt. It's got an incredible guitar, accessories, all that stuff. But from the pictures I've seen, the face leads a little bit to be desired. But if someone were to offer it to me, I think it's something that, you know, I used to, I used to play guitar. I haven't, I haven't been doing it as much lately, but you know, Hendrix is a huge, if you're a guitar aficionado, Hendrix is the definition of a guitar player and such. And so this would be a really cool figure to add if I had the opportunity. So Blitzway has their Hendrix. It is shipping. Have you guys seen this Jimi Hendrix? I have not, man, but uh, I love that. I, I I love seeing, you know, non-Star Wars or, you know, real people. I, th I think that's so awesome. Um, you know, and I'm glad that you're doing this, this kind of one-off, uh, you know, Kevin's one six non hot toy feature of the week segment. We'll have we will have a better name next week. I, I've been I, I've had about like four days to think about this. Come eleven, you know, two, two weeks, I'll have a good name for it. I promise. There, 
there you go, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're gonna get like a sampler platter of these other kind of companies, and you know, I I never heard of Enterbay before. You know, I know we we talked about doing this segment, and I just saw you know this this shock figure, and I was like, oh, that that'd be a cool thing to. To, to hit the ground running with but uh yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing you know other companies that i've never heard of so yeah the jimmy hendrix i'm looking forward to seeing i'm gonna i'm gonna check it out right after this but uh yeah that's uh that's awesome man yeah so that's gonna do it for me on our official kevin's 16 not hot toy feature of the week so i'm gonna pass it back over let's talk some gi joe if that's okay with everybody Starting with the classified collection, Phil, are we talking about some GI Joe tonight? Oh, we're talking about some GI Joe tonight. I mean, it's it's nothing you know spectacular new. I mean, we know that we know that we have the Cobra Viper that everyone's looking for. That's not that expensive right now on eBay, and we've got the Firefly. But um, here's the here's the thing. I, I mean, I totally forgot about this wave. You know, I totally forgot that this is a wave of three. Um, I believe it was actually even listed as wave two. Um, that means hard to even at this point. I mean, there's been so much that's come out since then, but these are starting to circulate in stores again. And they're also starting to ship out, um, you know, through online retailers as, you know, pre-orders and so forth. So Red Ninja, um, Gung Ho and Cobra Commander. So if you didn't have a chance to get them, you know, they're starting to ship out, be on the lookout. Um, I'm excited about that because those are some pretty cool looking figures. I'm, I'm excited to add them. Um, this is completely off topic, you know, in terms of like what we talk about on here and, and how, you know, we go about what the upcoming releases are. But I have to tell you all that as a non-opener, I decided to open up my G.I. Joe collection. And let me tell you guys that as amazing as the detail is with the accessories, there's no shortage of, of everything that they did is, is just so incredible. The detail thought process that went into between the artwork on the packaging the design of the packaging the feel of the figure but they still have the feel to the limbs like their legs for example of what the original figures had where kind of like that you know, like pulls apart you know like you know what i'm talking about how how is that's that like that wire feel to it like in the beginning but man these things are awesome like i am just incredibly impressed by them so cool um, if you're not, if you're on the fence with these figures, don't be, um, get into them. Like I know as a completionist, it's hard to, you know, get your hands on all of them, but just be patient. They'll start showing up again. Don't miss out on what is in the stores now. Dave, what do you got, bro? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say it again. You know, if you're looking at all of, you know, the, the lines that Hasbro has to offer and, you know, you are going to have them all in package you're in an in-package collector you know through and through you only have them mint on card you know you don't you don't open it up this is the line that is meant to be opened up i i cannot express that enough this is the line to be played with to be posed this is such an incredible line it it is a disservice if you keep these figures in box so that's that's my two cents i'm so glad to see you opening uh, them and uh yeah i mean I'm, I'm glad that wave two is coming out again you know red ninja was really hard to get you know that was like the tough one of that wave so it's awesome that people are going to be able to get that red ninja um you know last week kevin and i filled in you know the gi joe segment uh last week and you know we got uh the repaints of those 
you know, wave one of in how I'm always, you know, talking, they're too Fortnite-y. Well, they're toning those colors down. They're giving them a more natural palette and they're coming out again. So, man, yeah, this, I'm all in on this line, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's great stuff, dude. Oh yeah. And, and the articulation is incredible. Um, for, for one, I will tell you that it felt so cool, you know, to just, just to go off of your point. I think that's an awesome way to share it, that these are meant to be played with and opened and everything. Um, I, for whatever reason, the only G.I. Joe figure I remember as a kid playing with is Snake Eyes. That was my go-to figure. I love that figure. Um, so holding that one in hand now is just incredible. Um, but the cool thing, too, is the articulation that's in these figures. Um, Duke, for example, the articulation that he has um, between the neck rotation, um, the, the way that the, the arm rolls at the shoulder. Um, I mean, it's incredible what they've done. So Hasbro, excellent job on these figures. Um, I am absolutely just floored with them. I love them. They're so cool. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely excited about that. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for GI Joe. Um, definitely want to hear what else we got going on. Kevin, we got anything else going? We certainly do. And it is time for Karen's corner brought to you by Kevin. And I went ahead and put it on our toy aisle podcast, Instagram. I said, what is Kevin mad about this week? Because as you know, I've got a little bit of a reputation of kind of being that guy that's always upset about something, always finding something to complain about, if you will. So that's me. So here I am this week. And so I put on our Instagram page, I said, what am I upset about? Am I upset about a broken figure? I'm upset about Reddit, people saying stuff. I'm upset about eBay. What is it? And so letting everybody know, I am upset about eBay bums tonight on Karen's Corner. So if you remember, Dave, I was talking with you and I said that my Walmart exclusive lines of the Clone Wars Black Series figures were up for um, for what were up for auction. And so we made it all the way through. I even texted you and said, well, they sold for X amount of dollars. And I thought it was done. So one day passes, two day passes. And I email the friend and I say, hey, are you going to pay for these or not? He's like, oh, because of the new way that, you know, eBay's, you know, manage payments and all that stuff. I- I'm working on it. I'm like, okay, okay, look, I hate to be that guy, but you have until Sunday to pay me. Otherwise, I'm relisting this stuff. He's like, oh, I understand. So Sunday morning, Sunday morning, this guy texts me, or I'm sorry, messages me and say, oh, I'm so sorry to be that guy. And I hate to have wasted your time, but I'm not going to be able to make this payment. I'm so sorry. And I wish you best on reselling it. So all I have to say is that if you are an eBayer, if you are a person that out there that are bidding or whatever it is that you may do, don't you dare bid on anything if you do not have the funds to pay for it. I understand anybody can make an account. Anybody of any age, you know, can make an account. But don't sit there and bid on something that you have no intention of paying, especially if you win the dang auction and they come to you and say, hey, it's time to pay. Let the buyer, I'm sorry, let the seller know, hey, 
I'm sorry. I got in over my head. Could you relist this, please? And stop stringing me on because now I have that thing listed again under what it actually sold for. And I'm going to take a loss on this thing to move these things forward. So my Karen's Corner for this week are the bums that get on there, bid, win the thing, and realize, oh, I don't know how to pay for this stuff. Dave, you're giggling. I know you've probably experienced something like this before. I'm going to put it back in your corner. Have you ever experienced this? Am I being too overdramatic? I, I, I don't want to get too far into this because I can tell you're, you're, you're spun up, but I will say I'm very impressed at your ability for not cuss at all during that segment because i yes, know we're you want to earn that e babe or we're trying to get it away from that e that's what we're doing here this is a family friendly episode everybody no i i've not had a well i don't do a whole lot of selling on ebay but i've not had a buyer you know i've i've had to like do what you did at first like hey are you gonna you gonna pay for this kind of thing but i've never had someone not do it yeah it was it was i understand things happen life happens but if you are in the market and you're sitting there oh i would like to add something to my collection what in the world are you doing on ebay if you don't have an opportunity to pay for this thing is all i can say so for my 17 year old friend my 15 year old friend out there that bought these clone wars figures that's living in mom's basement figure out what you got to do Get out there, get yourself a job at Kroger or Walmart or something to where you can pay for this stuff because I'm tired of having to relist it. So now I'm going to have to, you know, take a loss on this. It is 25. I I marked it for $25 cheaper than it was. So if there's anybody out there listening, you have about two days left to get the Walmart exclusive Clone Wars, Ahsoka, 332nd Trooper, the Mandalorian Loyalist and the Mandalorian Super Commando. It is available to you. Just search it on eBay if you really want it because it's an opportunity to get it. Phil, are you going to bail me out? I just wanted to let you know I'll be sending payment as soon. You just got to take that listing off. I'll get it right over to you. Sorry I didn't get it to you on Sunday. (laughs) That's fine by me. But, you know, that's it for me. I know that I probably threw this person under the bus. But at the same time, Man, people are trying to get some money here during these trying times and this economy that we're living in. We don't need to be sitting there losing money and wasting weeks of getting our payments. So let's shift gears and think about a little something a little more positive, such as the totally rad account of the week. Phil, are you up? Do you have somebody you like to nominate, man? Oh, I do. And uh, I was excited to do this. Uh, here's the thing. There are a ton of accounts that you that can be nominated so i just want to go out there and let you know if i didn't choose your account i did i'm just going with one that i want to share today so all your accounts you know if you don't hear me choose you don't worry we'll be doing this more and you'll probably get chosen but for this week this account has truly grown on me um this individual's creativity is something that is out of this world. Um, it's incredible. And I mean, I am blown away. I can sit here for, for hours just scrolling through. Um, and the account is Empire Toy Works. So if you're not following them, I don't know what you're doing. Go follow them. Um, 
So he or she, um, they are a toy maker. This is this this is the bio, specializing in handmade play sets and accessories for Star Wars, Acid Rain, GI Joe, and any other six inch scale action figure. Um, and they are on eBay uh, as Empire Toy Works. So awesome account. Um, you know, I'm just going to give you just kind of a rundown on one picture. So the the designs that he puts in, the colors, the effects, I mean, he's obviously a fantastic photographer, but some of his pictures, there's a, he's got one of an RV and the components that are attached to it are of the Razor Crest. So he makes these incredible designs for these vehicles and the figures and different aliens. Um, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Like this, to just the overall detail, the colors, uh, truly, truly an awesome account. So for this week, gotta go with Empire Toy Works. Um, keep up the great work. Uh, it's making me want to open my stuff. <laughs> like his detail. I mean, I don't have this creativity. I don't. This is this is this is something that is such a gift. What this individual is doing with their figures and with their, you know, with their gift. I mean, creating. Like for we all, I think we've talked about this plenty of times where we want more aliens to be released in the Star Wars line. This guy's doing it with his own creativity. He's making his own types of aliens, and it's incredible. Um, have you guys actually looked through his account? Yeah, so account? I, I, I've been following him for a long time now, and I actually have him on my my list of you know uh, <laughs> people I was thinking about identifying. So yeah, kudos to to that man because yeah, he is just like you said man you can just go down his page all the way to his very first po post you know years ago and it's all amazing stuff uh rut got station i mean his his imagination is unreal um i've heard him say he gets his i watch a lot of his like youtube videos that he's done where he's done like tours and stuff like that and his imagination uh or his inspirations, uh, he draws from kind of like Blade Runner, like a Blade Runner type feel. Okay. Fit, I, I kind of, I don't think he's mentioned this, but I, I get like Fifth Element vibes. Yeah. Then obviously Star Wars and, yep. you know, just kind of dystop future dystopian cyberpunk kind of, kind of vibes. And, oh man, I mean, I can just go, you know, down, you know, just, the projects that he's done have just been unbelievable like he's uh the the, the rv you know kind of camper uh millennium falcon slash camper the the dino riders type uh field that he's done you know making uh brontosaurus like a storage container mover he did something very cool with uh, uh the iron uh the Iron Giant, um, you know, that $20 uh, Walmart special. He's, he had that in there. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing stuff, man. Oh, it really is. I mean, he's brought so much life to these figures. You know, the thing that I think the thing that, that captivates it for me so well is it's hard. Like, I know it's, a, it's, it's their toys. I know they're action figures. But as I'm looking through, I forget. I mean, I feel like I'm looking at like the render, the image rendering of of, of a movie, or yeah, it I mean, could be but, a comic series. Like he could totally yeah. like make like this, like a like a universe, you know? And exactly. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it's incredible, dude. I mean, I'm like I'm just getting so fired up just looking through this guy's post right now. The colors 
are so so incredible um just just awesome so yeah man i mean heck of an account like i love this stuff this is what makes it like so much fun to like be part of this like so you know that that's the other reason why i wanted to really bring up this account on a personal level and i really wanted to share this because like i made the decision to do this purge to really just like benefit like the store that i have to bring in you know bring in more product bring in more lines venture out just just grow you know and um one thing that i found in having the store is and I, we've talked about this, all of us collectively, like, you know, there's so much releases coming out. Like you only have like a certain amount of time to really enjoy it. Right. And I found bringing in these, these, you know, this product that I'm able to enjoy it for that split second and then getting it to somebody else. And then like, then when they post their mail call and how excited they are, I'm like, dude, that's like just as exciting as collecting it. Like, so that's the thing, like for me, that's been really cool. So like to see this um, and see this kind of an account, and to see like them bringing life into it, like it just resonates more with me on a level of like the appreciation for the product as a whole and just seeing like what people do with, with all of it. Like, you know, he's blending in like GI Joe, Star Wars and like all this other stuff together. And it's just, dude, it's just awesome. Like it's so cool. The community is incredible. Well said, man. Yeah. Great nomination. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's shift out of that. So who's up next week? Is that, uh, that's, that's you, right, Kev? You're up next week, right? You better believe it. And I will have a totally rad account that I can't wait to feature. Nice. Looking forward to that. So boys, I got some trivia for you. I've been looking forward to this since the last week. I know Phil wasn't with us, so let's get this thing, man. Phil, Phil whipped your ass in that the the Kenner the Kenner segment. So this one's I was in, in a <laughs> I was in a Popeyes drive through re re listening to our podcast, and I was just sitting there like shaking my head, thinking, "What in the world happened to myself?" Phil, would you like to run a victory lap right now? I I mean, I've ran a victory lap for the whole week, but I will tell you that I was I was searching my tar- my local targets, and I was trying to find those peg warming wwe championship belts <laughs> and i was gonna wear that for this week i couldn't find it so i'm wearing it in spirit so i've got the belt oh i love that hey do you, and i i know since you you know you you just mentioned that you're a big lebron guy do you think he he would have gotten more um answers right on that kenner kenner quiz than you we can get him I'm, on the show do you think we can get him on the show he will not Absolutely. show up to the show unless it furthers his agenda because as much as i love lebron man he's a tool he is a tool (laughs) he is a pawn of whoever's going to pay him the most money and that's all right all right so that being said today's trivia category is the marvel cinematic universe so again boys the rules you gotta type your answer in the chat okay so Multiple choice. Number one, we're gonna do a, a a slow pitch softball to get get the get the juices going. Which character gave Nick Fury the inspiration for the name Avengers? Is it Agent Ross, Tony Stark, Captain Marvel, or Captain America? Which character gave Nick Fury the inspiration for the name Avengers? Agent Ross, Tony Stark. Captain Marvel or Captain America? Answers are in. One of you is correct. One of you is wrong. Kevin, 
is correct with Captain Marvel. Bill, it's not Tony Stark. I'm guessing you haven't seen Captain Marvel. Uh, I have not. <laughs> I've not seen. Captain well, I think that's the end credit on the page at the, very very at the stores, though. For a you did. You're not missing much. Question number two. So Kevin is on the leaderboard right now, one nothing. Kevin, he's trying to get his revenge on that that just embarrassing debacle, that Kenner debacle that he had last week. Number two. What is the name of the super soldier project that made Captain America? Project. Rebirth, Project Allied Hammer, Project Shield, or Project Winter Soldier? What's the name of the super soldier project that made Captain America? Project Rebirth, Project Allied Hammer, Project Shield, Project Winter Soldier. Answers are in. You are both incorrect. Phil, Project Winter Soldier. I put that one in there on purpose to mess with you guys. <laughs> Kevin, Project Allied Hammer. No, that was another creation by yours truly. It is Project Rebirth. Shameful. Shame on me. Kevin is still in the lead. Is Phil going to be able to come from behind and tie this or take this? Number three, what type of doctor is strange is he a trauma surgeon a neurosurgeon a plastic surgeon or cardiothoracic surgeon a trauma surgeon a neurosurgeon plastic surgeon or cardiothoracic surgeon the answers are in they're the same answers kevin and phil are both Correct. It's a neurosurgeon. Good job, guys. Great job. And by the way, that film with Rachel McAdams and Benedict Cumberbatch is fantastic. So underrated Marvel film. All right. Coming down to the wire. Kevin is up two to one. Phil needs to have Kevin fall on his face and he needs to get it right to settle for a tie. In Captain America Civil War, who isn't on Iron Man's team? Vision, Black Widow, Hawkeye, or Black Panther? Who isn't on Iron Man's team? Vision, Black Widow, Hawkeye, or Black Panther? The answers are in. You are both incorrect. Kevin says Vision Vision was indeed on Iron Man's team. I do not remember him at the airport scene, sir. <laughs> Black Panther is Phil's answer. He is on Iron Man's team. It's Hawkeye. Hawkeye was on Cap's team. I oh. should have known that because he talks to Natasha and says, right. you're pulling your punches. There you Dang go. It. There you go. So but Vision was not at the, uh, he was not at the airport. That's got to be worth that, something, right? Who said anything about the airport? Eh, okay, but <laughs> definitely Hawkeye was not on that team. So, okay, I'll give you that yeah. one. Well, okay, you okay. you win. You win, okay? So take your victory lap. That's you, fine. You, you, you know, make, I, make... I try to make it a little more serious than it needs to be, but still. 
And by the way, Civil War is one of the best Marvel films out there. So if you've not seen it, jump on Disney Plus. Check that out. And that we will uh, we'll go right into Marvel. So uh, on that note, Kevin, won't you uh, take it away? Tell us about some Marvel, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll get out of here, man. So take it away, bud. Yeah. So. Over the past couple of weeks, we've had a little bit of a snoozer recently when it comes to Marvel Legends. Not a lot of stuff going on. Most people, as I think Phil said, is that the, you know, uh, the Spider-Verse wave is starting to hit with the uh, Red Ninja, Stiltman, Frogman, all those things. Those are starting to hit stores. But we finally, finally got an answer on something new that is coming the fallen silver surfer has started to surface in Canada, which means that is most likely headed to the USA in a matter of days or weeks. So be on the lookout from your Walgreens or such the fallen silver surfer, which looks incredible. It's basically a black tone silver surfer with Mjolnir looks incredible. That is coming your way, but let's talk really quickly about six scale for Marvel. Now we, we're supposed to have Endgame Captain America released, and we didn't. It's been continually pushed back. This is not the new Gamora. Let's just say that there. But something is screwy is going on in Hong Kong. Some people have said perhaps it's you know additional lockdowns and such, but people have said that the inevitability of the Endgame Captain America, the definitive captain america is imminent so hopefully that comes soon but the one that got me the one that made me shake up and say what in the world is happening is mark 85 the final iron man is shipping from sideshow and all i can say is three simple letters w t f because I paid a premium to have that figure shipped to me from Pop Collectibles from Hong Kong so I could get the controversial head sculpt and get this figure in my hands, which it's in my collection, which it is absolutely beautiful. But I was under the impression that the Mark 85 was not going to be in the States for another six months or so because they're trying to figure out that head sculpt fiasco. But apparently they decided to ship these off anyway because this is under... You know, whatever they decide to do with the head sculpt, they ship these out before they made the decision on that. So it's crossing the pond and it's shipping out from Sideshow. So if you got the Mark 85, you're going to be pretty happy with it is all I can say. And for me, who paid a little bit of a premium, I'm excited to have it, but I guess we'll see what happens. But one big piece of news is that the concept Captain America, you know, the all black suit kind of it's never appeared in the film. The definitive almost Captain America from the proportions to the accessories, all that stuff. It officially went waitlisted. So you no longer have that opportunity to grab concept Captain America from Sideshow. So if you want to say, "Ooh, this is one I really want to grab. Run to Sideshow right now and get on the wait list because it's going to move out of stock very, very soon. If you remember, a couple weeks ago, we said The Mandalorian, the original release, will be waitlisted and sold out. We were correct on that. Dave, am I not correct on all of our predictions that we come out with? Listen to us, people. Dave, what do you think about that, man? Yeah, I mean, you're you're definitely uh, you're on to something with your insight with, uh, you know, if something's waitlisted and you know you think that it's a good idea, if you're on the fence, go and get it. 
go and get it. You know, uh, that, that concept cap, very tempting. I mean, you know, my rules on that can't do it, but, uh, I'm guessing you got that one, right? You already have that ordered the concept cap. This is one for me that I did not order. Um, it, it does not appear in any MCU film. I have plenty of Captain America's and Endgame cap is on his way. So this is not one that I said I have to have. And so I passed on this and I'm I'm okay with passing on this. But some people that are looking for the quote definitive Captain America really wanted this one. But this one's not for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, it because how, how long did it sit on there before it went wait? It just went two years, just like everything. Everything go, waits like about a year and a half to two years. And then once it goes wait list or sold out, people lose their yeah. minds such I, as Anakin, you know, dark, excuse me, dark side, Anakin Skywalker. Ever, it, it sat on sideshow f- for free shipping, you know, for under $200 and now it's going for 700. So yeah. it, it's crazy. The, I guess, hype for people that once it's gone, you know, FOMO fear of missing out. Right. Once it's gone, people pay the pretty penny for it. But this is one that if you really want this one, people will pay a pretty penny for it. I was also thinking too, because of the timing, right? Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff around, uh, what's it? Geez, why am I drawing blanks? Sorry, uh, Chris. Um, Chris Evans is apparently yeah. returning to the MCU. Yeah. So maybe that just got people, you know, oh, wow. You know, I'm going to go out and get that now. So interesting stuff nonetheless. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up with... Uh, one more segment. So this is going to be called uh, Dave's Leftovers. So I'm going to feature three toys uh, that aren't, you know, Hasbro or, uh, you know, uh, hot toys or whatnot. So the three features this week, we have Mayfex, Homelander from the boys. So this, I don't have any Mayfex toys. I really want to, um, I've this had by it. far looks like the best homelander that we've seen we've seen some real rough ones but this is by far is the best one it looks amazing you know it's got three sculpts uh the best sculpt is you know of course you got the fire eyes that uh, that sculpt is just amazing and even his like uh just cynical smile sculpt is incredible this is a nice one to get um anyways you can pre-order it right now big bad has it for a hundred bucks uh, looks like it's going to be coming out uh, sometime in late this year. And then the second item on Dave's Leftovers is for all my my Metalhead fans, my buddy CJ and uh, Matt and Jason at the Sneaker Peak Podcast are all in on this most likely. We have Papa Emeritus. Uh, I, I don't listen to this band, but from Ghost. And Super 7 is doing it. It's an ultimate figure, so it's that $50 price point. They went all out. You know, this is their make-to-order special, so it'll be like the Thundercats and the Turtles that they've done. They've done Conan and whatnot. And, um, yeah, it looks great. You know, it's all the way down to the upside-down cross-packaging and, uh, you know, the the uh, what his, 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 his robes that he's wearing. You know, uh, it's, it's a pretty cool figure. So if you're a Ghost fan go out and get it. It just went up for pre-sale today. And then lastly, I'm so excited about this. We've kind of rumored this a couple months ago. 
Uh, I think Pixel Dan did a uh, interview with Randy from um, Super Seven, or sorry, from uh, Brian uh, from Super Seven, and we're getting a thunder a thunder tank. I mean, this thing is going to be incredible. They just showed like uh, a prototype of it. Sounds like it's going to be up for sale next week on the second of February, and my God, this is going to be incredible. I mean, if this is coming, the party wagon is coming. I mean, we're going to be getting some vehicles. Do you guys have, I want to hear some guesses on your guys' price points. So these ultimate figures go for $55. What do you think a full scale, a proper, you know, six, seven inch scale Thunder Tank is going to go for? I'm going to say between $299 and $399. Yeah. How about you, Kev? My prediction falls right between there, right at 349, 350. Yeah, I, I'm I I'm optimistic and hopeful. And that's that asking a lot for yeah. people. Asking a lot, but I, I mean, think that's a ha- that's a haslab. That's a haslab. You know, yeah, I think that I think it's there for people. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I was I was hopeful that it's gonna be, you know, two hundred, but yeah, it the more and more I've been thinking about it, I could see it being, you know, in that $300 price range. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about it nonetheless. And that'll do it. So we have an exciting top three next week. So next week, our top three is going to be, um, all three of us are going to come up with a three attractions or rides that would go into the wonderful Batu at Disneyland, Disney World, doesn't matter, East, West. So this is going to be like a smuggler's run or the Rise of the Resistance ride. So they could be rides or they could be, you know, attractions like Olga's Cantina or the Joy Depot or something like that. So we're going to uh, be coming up with some really cool ideas there. And that'll do it. So episode 28 in the books. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys uh, next week. Thank you so much, everyone. See you, everybody. I get up.